And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi, everyone. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews, the show on which we talk about the movies, and we love doing that. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we're going to review a South Korean film. Mm-hmm. In South Korea, it's called Madeo, which means mother. Right. It is directed by Junho Bong, and it stars Haija Kim as the mother and Binwan as her son, Dojun. And I've got to tell you right off the bat, Anne, I think this is a masterpiece mm-hmm. of filmmaking. I agree. I think it's a film that celebrates mother certainly one ingredient of being a mother, and that's the maternal instinct to protect. This mother in this film does whatever it takes to keep her son safe, including making some catastrophic decisions that will have life-changing consequences. Absolutely. At the beginning, when Mm -hmm. we first see Mother, she is walking through this vast open field all by herself. Right. Suddenly, she gets it into her head to do this dance. Mm -hmm. And it's a dance where she keeps covering her face because of guilt or because she's smiling. We can't figure out quite why. Right. And as I sat and I watched this film, and I thought of Fellini. I thought of Alfred Hitchcock. I thought of Akira Kurosawa. Indeed. I was just stunned at how brilliant Joan Hubung is in directing this film. It does have those requisite Hitchcockian sequences that are so full of suspense. And if you recall, the Hitchcock movies often do a lot of really excruciating close-up shots. And in this film, there's one that stands out. I'm speaking of the moment in which Haija is hiding behind some curtains as she walks watches two unsuspecting lovers having a tryst, and the camera is really just on her eyeball, and it is such a fascinating image because we see her blink. She can't quite look away, and yet she knows that she shouldn't be there, and she shouldn't be intruding on that moment of intimacy. So we see the eyeball blink and look away and look back, and then we know that she's filing that image away forever. Wow, what a movie. It's just absolutely tremendous. The mother's son, Dojun, He's not intellectually challenged. He's just very slow. Well, he has some mental problems. They don't specify what. Right. But he's a little bit on the slow side. He has some problems relating to other people his age, and he's got other issues, too. Of course. This is played by Bin Wan, and he is a very handsome, very beautiful young man. He's a real heartthrob, by the way, in Southern Korea. He's kind of the Johnny Depp of that country. I can imagine that. And this movie really shows that he has what it takes to play against that type. Right. A murder is committed. A young high school girl is murdered, and Dojun was seen in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. There is circumstantial evidence right. that indicates that he may be the killer, so he is arrested. Right. He swears to his mother that he didn't do it, and she sets out for the rest of the film to prove that he didn't do it and to find out who did. Well, she does focus at some point on his hoodlum buddy, Gentai. She thinks that he's the real perpetrator, but I would say that mother's soon learns that there is absolutely no one in the village that she can trust to help her in her quest, in her mission, to prove that her son is innocent. That's where the suspense begins when we see Mother. 
because, you know, you look at her, she is a middle-aged woman, she is obviously poor, and she's trying so hard, and time after time after time, doors get slammed in her face. Well, the authorities don't listen to her. The authorities are very happy that they have a suspect that they want to nail this crime onto. Exactly right. So everybody kind of ignores her, and she feels so alone. Mm -hmm. And boy, did the filmmaker impart to us that lonely feeling. This is a real psychological profile film, and it's a great character study about the human condition of this particular woman. It really focuses on the faith that she has in her son, how blind that faith can be, and just how far she will go to protect him and their family name. It's a very, very interesting movie. It's on the long side. It's about two hours and 20 minutes. I didn't find myself being bored one second. I thought it was so fascinating. And the artistry of this wonderful young director, Jun Ho Bong, and by the way, he's only 27 years old, and he's done a handful of films, and each one of them wins a whole slew of awards. Oh, yes. And Mother is no exception. Well, the only director that I can remember who was that good, that young, is a fellow whose name, I think, is Spielberg. Oh, yes. I I remember him. When he did Jaws, which was a masterpiece in its own right. There's another moment in this film, and you touched on it when you talked about the opening of the film, Les. There are other sequences that replicate that moment in which Mother is seen in meadows and in fields and against mountains. It's so interesting the way he works his camera. You see her in these settings, and then the camera pulls out gradually and gradually until Mother is just a small infinitesimal speck in the landscape, hardly more important than oh, I would say a little flea. And I think what the director is trying to say to us is that in that small village, the crime and what she's doing looms larger than life. But in reality, she is nothing more than this little tiny, tiny piece of life. And we see her become one with nature in these sequences. And I believe that the director, Jun Ho Bong, is saying, uh-oh, watch out. She can become a force of nature, which can also be deadly. Of course. That's the magnificence about this film, I think, that Jun Ho Bong tells us so much by the way he uses his camera, by Agreed. the way he sets up his shots. I can't say enough about this film, Anne. I want to say, too, that there's a very interesting ingredient in this film, and that is the lyrical quality of the language that's being spoken. Yes. I hadn't realized that South Korea was so melodious when you hear it, and it's a beautiful movie just to listen to, along with, of course, looking at those outrageously gorgeous images. You know, based on this fascinating plot, and I want to say, too, every character in this film has three dimensions. Yes. In fact, I don't think that director and screenwriter know the meaning of the word two-dimensional. I think you're absolutely right, and it shows. They give every character so much attention. For me, Mother rates a really bold, creative, fabulous green light. I think it's the kind of movie that you can give to your mother on Mother's Day, or you can give it to your mom any day of the year just to show her how much you appreciate her fierce protectiveness. However, I'm not so sure that every mother is like this particular mother. She was really super mom. She is indeed super mom, and I think that everybody who's really interested in serious filmmaking should go and see this. There is a small amount of 
tongue-in-cheek humor in some of the scenes in this film that reminded me very much of Hitchcock. Uh-huh. And I couldn't take my eyes off the screen for a second. It's a great whodunit. We keep overlooking the fact that it's a wonderful mystery. Absolutely. So you've got that going for it, too. Absolutely. A lot of good things about Mother. A lot of good things about Mother. So I'm giving it a green light as well. Two green lights for Mother, directed by Junho Bong, and remember that name. He is going to be huge, I think, and starring a wonderful, wonderful actress, Haija Kim, playing Mother. Oh, boy. This will last me for a while. It's a tough act to follow. It is a tough act to follow, but we're going to follow it. We've got another movie to watch and another movie to tell you about. So until that time, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that you're going to love the next film as much as we love this one at the movies. Mad Magazine. Advertising mascots. B-movie posters. And cartoons. Oh yeah, can't forget cartoons. If you get the funky connection that ties these pop culture gems together, you'll dig two designers walk into a bar. See, we're a couple of creatively curious pals living between the bookends of grand museums and dive bars. Hey, you know the place. The sweet spot where highbrow and lowbrow become drinking buddies. So join our barroom chats as we talk influential work and uncover stories of how the familiar became iconic. Think behind the music for the stuff we love. Check out our website at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. And listen wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com.